You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Monday, February 13th, 2023. A Des Moines man accused of sexual abuse and human trafficking was taken into custody last week on an outstanding Audubon County arrest warrant. According to Audubon County District Court records, 35-year-old Brian Ray Dunn is charged with second-degree sexual abuse, a Class B felony, and human trafficking resulting in serious injury, a Class C felony, following an investigation into a July 11, 2022 incident. Authorities allege Dunn had been traveling with a 19-year-old female victim and forced to engage in sexual activity under threat of violence if she did not comply. Similar charges were filed in Shelby County District Court for a related incident that occurred near the same time. Dunn was sentenced up to five years in prison after pleading guilty to the Shelby County charges. However, his sentence was suspended. He was placed on probation and placed in a residential correctional facility as part of his plea agreement with prosecutors. As of this morning, Dunn remains in custody at the Ottoman County Jail. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors unanimously approved the canvas of the special election held on Tuesday, February 7th to fill the District 5 supervisor vacancy as several voters raise concerns over alleged election violations. Unofficial results show Republican Cindy Scatterico defeating Democrat Tim Tracy by a 20-point margin, 601 to 396. C.J. Niles and several other voters approached the board at Monday's meeting to address concerns over Scatterico serving as a poll watcher at three precincts during last week's election. I don't want to hang anybody by their, you know, fingernails or toes or anything else, but it this does need to be out in the public. You know, if you want fair and transparent elections and you want everything to be out there, and so is there anything said to the candidate who clearly, you know, was in the wrong? And, and my understanding is that even if you don't know, you know, there needs to be this legal procedure. County Auditor Courtney Pyer contacted the Secretary of State's office after learning of the violation, and they directed her to forward the information to Carroll County Attorney John Worden for a review. He addressed the board Monday morning with his office's findings. Even if every vote in those precincts was thrown out, the winner is the same. So I see no bearing on the result of the election. I'm not at liberty to discuss the entire investigatory and work product of my office. The matter was fully investigated. There is no willful violation on the part of the Commissioner of Elections. I have decided that I will not prosecute the Commissioner of Elections. And as far as I'm concerned, there is no case. Later in the meeting, Scatterico acknowledged that she did serve as a poll worker, but it was her belief at the time that she was acting in accordance with the law. I did everything that I knew to do. And as soon as I was made aware that there was an issue, we changed course. So um, I felt that I did everything that I could do. While the violation did not appear to impact the election results, District 3 Supervisor Gene Miners says the issue is still concerning. This is too bad that this happened, and it should have never happened. I think it should not ever happen again. The first time I ran for a candidate, I made myself knowledgeable in regard to what, you know, was required as an election. And I think we need to be more cognizant of what the rules and regulations are. But this should not happen, especially when we're spending $10,000 for a special election. It should never happen. 
The board voted unanimously to approve the February 7th, 2023 election results, declaring Scatterico winner of the seat previously held by Rich Ruggles, who retired in December. Scatterico was sworn in by Magistrate Eric New and took her seat on the board as a voting member. She will fill the remainder of Ruggles's term, which expires December 31st of 2024. Video from this section of Monday's Carroll County Board of Supervisors meeting is included with this story on our website. And the Iowa Court of Appeals has affirmed a Carroll County District Court's decision to deny a post-conviction relief request from a Lake City man convicted of the 2014 murders of two Glidden residents. 62-year-old Thomas Guy Henderson is currently serving two life sentences after a Carroll County jury found him guilty in 2015 of brutally killing 48-year-old Tammy DeVore and her adult son, 30-year-old Carl DeVore. In his post-conviction relief request, Henderson claimed ineffective assistance of counsel because his attorney declined to call two alibi witnesses, but the district court denied his request after finding neither witness was able to provide an alibi for the period in question. The appellate court heard from both of the witnesses in question during the post-conviction relief hearings and determined Henderson's attorney pursued a valid defense strategy. In the ruling filed last week, the Iowa Court of Appeals affirmed the Carroll County court, District Court's ruling to deny Henderson post-conviction relief request. Henderson's two life sentences remain active where he's serving them out at the Iowa State Penitentiary in Fort Madison. And we do need to step away for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news on the way after this on KCIM. If money talks, this year's cashback dividend from Farm Credit Services of America has a lot to say. We've shared earnings for 19 consecutive years. And once again, this year's payout is a full 1% of each customer's eligible financing. 1%. That adds up to $341 million shared this year and $2.9 billion since 2004. That's the power of ownership. Terms apply. Visit FCSAmerica.com for details. The Carroll County Cattlemen's Annual Banquet is Saturday, February 25th. Join the Cattlemen starting at 530 at the Arcadia Legion Hall. They've got an amazing prime rib dinner catered by the Litterdale Country Store. And stick around for the door prizes, a live auction, and great music as well. This year's annual Carroll County Cattlemen's Banquet is Saturday, February 25th, starting at 5.30. Get tickets at Carroll Vet Clinic or from any Carroll Cattlemen's board member. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. The Carroll American Legion is inviting area residents to join them this weekend for a night of fun and refreshments during their first American Legion winter dance. R.T. Shrek, one of the Legion's many members, says the community has been supportive of their organization over the years and they wanted to offer an entertaining night to say thank you. The Legion, I think, is a big part of the community with what we do, but also the community is a very big part of the Legion. They've been so supportive over the years of our different drives and, and just in general supporting the American Legion and the veterans. On Saturday, February 18th, the Legion is hosting the Winter Dance at the American Legion Hall on Hires Avenue. Doors will open at 6.30 p.m. that night, and two and a half guitars will take the stage at 7.30 p.m., playing until 11.30 p.m. Shrek stresses everybody's welcome to attend. We're going to have a cash bar. It's just a free will donation to come in. It's whatever you want to donate to the Legion to enjoy a night of music, dancing, and maybe little refreshments. We really want to stress the point. This is open to the public. You do not have to be a Legion member to come. It's absolutely open to the public, and we hope that our friends from around Carroll and Carroll County come up and have a fun night with us. 
Shrek jokes that you don't have to be a great dancer to have a good time this weekend. If anyone's like me who doesn't like to tear up the floor, it's just a good event to come out and socialize with your wife our friends, and um, we think we're going to have a good bunch of people there, and it'll be just a fun social night if you don't like to dance, and if you do, it's just a plus. Again, the Carol American Legion's winter dance is scheduled for Saturday, February 18th at the Legion Hall. Doors open at 6.30 p.m., and all are invited to come out for a great evening. February is American Heart Month, and staff at the Manning Regional Healthcare Center are encouraging patients to learn the difference between two of the most common heart issues— heart attacks, and cardiac arrest. Dr. Kyle Uveling, a cardiologist with the Iowa Heart Center, says a heart attack and cardiac arrest are very different diagnoses with two very different treatments. A heart attack occurs when there's not enough blood flow to the heart. Common warning signs include exertional chest pain that worsens with activity, a feeling of fullness, indigestion, or choking, sweating, vomiting, or dizziness, severe weakness, or fast, uneven heartbeat. He says, if you have any of these signs, don't wait until it's so bad that you don't think you can complete an activity. Get checked out right away, either by your primary care provider or urgent care or at the ER if it is severe. Alternatively, cardiac arrest occurs when the heart goes out of regular rhythm and beats too slow or too fast, limiting blood flow to the body. Uveling says one of the best things you can do just as a person in the community is, if you've got access to training, learn how to do CPR and be trained how to use an AED. You can help somebody in the future should that happen to them. According to Uveling, the best ways to maintain a healthy heart are to limit sodium, fats, or carbohydrates in your diet, exercise for 20 minutes per day, at least five days per week, and attend regular heart checkups. DNR state deer biologist Jace Elliott says testing during the recent season found more cases of chronic wasting disease. Unfortunately, about 84 deer tested positive across the state this year. Uh, now keep in mind that's out of about 5,000 deer that were sample, uh, sampled statewide this year alone. So our prevalence is still relatively low uh, statewide, although there are areas in the state where it's uh, much higher CWD cases have been heavier in south-central Iowa, particularly Wayne County. There's also been concentrations in the northeast corner of the state, including Winnesheek, Fayette, Alamakee, and Clayton counties. Elliott says there were some new counties on the CWD list this year. Plymouth County, Grundy County, and Lucas County all detected their first positive case of CWD this year. He says they generally hold public meetings in counties once the first case of CWD is confirmed. We see a lot of benefit in holding public meetings in those areas, and that's uh, certainly something that we're, we plan to continue going forward. Chronic wasting disease is a disease that impacts the animal's brain and is always fatal to deer. The Iowa DNR has been tracking the disease since it was first discovered in Iowa, Iowa in Alamakee County in 2013. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM Midday News for Monday, February 13th, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.